Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. If you still draft quarterbacks in round one, we're here to help. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, here we are. Another Sunday night fantasy football podcast recapping all of Sunday's action for you here. I just had to Google it. It turns out that uh, the New York Giants wide receivers coach name is uh, Adam Henry. Adam Henry, you need to try ZipRecruiter. You should be hiring this week, and you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter. Do it all with a single click. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. I am Adam Azer. I got uh, Heath Cummings and Jamie Eisenberg. Do you guys want to be a Giants wide receiver next week? You got to go to Denver. Is this is this as depressing a moment as it's been ever for the Giants? If they were good, maybe, but they're always well. I mean, the combination of being not good and losing Beckham. Well, what about the combination of being a Giants fan and a Yankees fan, and the Yankees are about ready to get eliminated from the playoffs? We don't know that. There's no score right now, Heath. We don't know. The that. likelihood is they're about ready to get eliminated from the playoffs. They're Friday, about two zero. Yeah. Yeah, they lose tonight, it's over. You could lose Odell Beckham, your football season, and your baseball season all on the same day. But the thing is, I don't have Odell Beckham on any fantasy teams. Now, that's the that's the big news. We're going to do none? some... No, none, none. Uh, how about you guys? Yeah, uh, it's funny. We play in that uh, 24 team office league, mm. and I was 0-4, and I had a great week because I picked up Aaron Jones, and Beckham had a good day, Hunter Henry scored. And now it's all poop. So you're the Giants. Change your name. Yeah. Well, no, I won. <laughs> oh, you won. Okay. I won. Okay, good for you. Off the snide. Uh, tough to lose him in a 24-team league. Heath, you got a lot of Beckham? I don't have very much Beckham because I had A.J. Green ahead of him, so I drafted A.J. Green instead of him in a lot of places. Oh, right. We did that in the Heathton League. I guess you're going to end up winning that bet. Congratulations. I feel, made a bet. I feel awful about it. Not a bet, just uh, yeah, a gentleman's bet, I guess. All right, so after the big news, we'll do some true or false, which is like nothing like buy or sell, not even close. Uh, we'll talk about Cam Newton. We'll talk about the Packers running backs. We'll talk about the Rams struggling against the Seahawks. Is that uh, is that going to be more of the same going forward with their tough schedule? We got winners and losers. I'm going to ask these guys their favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And here we go, the big news. So Beckham broke his ankle. And looks like he's headed for surgery. Sterling Shepard and Brandon Marshall left with ankle sprains. Dwayne Harris broke his foot. Four wide receivers <laughs> hurt in one game. Orleans uh, Darkwa left with a calf injury. And Eli Manning, Jamie DeBoot had x-rays on his neck, but they were negative. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Said, I said to the guys in the green ones are watching the game, which of the Giants cornerbacks is going to end up playing wide receiver for the day? And the odds-on favorite was uh, Dominique Rodgers-Cromarty. But uh, they're also the odds-on favorite was he would never be able to remember a play. <laughs> Well, they ended up using two tight ends and a wide receiver and Shane Vereen a lot at the end. It's ugly. Victor Cruz, reunion time. Ooh, baby. They're at Denver. I hope, uh, I hope you didn't drop the Broncos defense. Um, my God. <laughs> we got Eli Manning as a, a loser. He's he, one of Heat's losers. It's goodbye, Eli Manning, right? No chance. Yeah. I wonder if Eli's neck started hurting when he realized what he had left to throw to <laughs> and that his season was over and he's like, you know, guys, I'm not sure I can go anymore. I mean, is there an impact on this of this injury other than like just goodbye Giants in fantasy? Oh yeah, done. I mean, you know, and and the 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 funny thing it coincides with having their best rushing day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Darkwa had the good start. Wellman looked great almost every time he touched the ball. Yeah, he, and he now looks it's good. Yeah, all all for naught. Uh, and that you know that could be a good thing for Marshawn Lynch next week because the Chargers really have a terrible run defense. Um, but it's not even like if Sterling Shepard and Mar- or Brandon Marshall are healthy, they're going to be good. Like we saw what happened. Like, they're probably going to be bad. You would think, right? I think if Shepard's healthy and gets to 100%, then he will have a good second half. Okay. Well, enough on that. They should just all sit out next week. There's, yeah. there's no point. <laughs> and that's Sunday night football. So that's great. Monday night football is, I think, <laughs> the Titans and the Colts, and that's not going to yep. have Andrew Luck. And or Marcus Mariota. Andrew, yeah, hopefully him, but Luck is unlikely to play this month, according to Jason Luck and Fora. So how droppable is Andrew Luck, Keith? Um, with all of the injuries that everybody has, and my assumption that you've got a lost, lot of roster spots to fill, 
I would say he's a uh, 6.5 on the dropometer. <laughs> okay, Derek Carr has a good chance to play next week. They have the Chargers coming up on the schedule. Matthew Stafford hurt his leg. We hope he's okay. He's at New Orleans next week. Bilal Powell actually wasn't even aware of it during the game. I was like, what the heck? Why, he got no carries. He got no work. He left with a calf injury, so I will ask you guys about Elijah McGuire soon. Devontae Parker left with an ankle injury. Charles Clay was carted off the field with a knee injury. And Terrence West left with a calf injury. Actually, Terrence West, believe it or not, got the first two carries of the game, and he went for 17 yards, and then he left and did not play again. I got the rave. Well, he got lucky there. Um, I know I'll ask you about Javoris Allen soon. Javoris. Um, do we know anything about the severity of Powell, Parker, Clay, or Terrence West right now? Not not the extent. You know, the fact that Clay was carted off, that Powell didn't come back in the game. Um, West was carted off. So, assume missed time. Yeah, I, w- I would rank them by – I was just guessing – Clay, West, Powell, Parker in terms of severity? Clay, West, Powell, Parker. All right. Well, look, everybody's familiar with buy or sell, right? It's, it's yeah. old. It's tired. It's just boring. True or false is really where it's at. So let's play some true or false. True or false, I'll let Jamie answer this. Adam and Heath should be banned from fantasy football for dropping Cam Newton in their shared league. No. He was bad. False, false. you mean. False. Okay, good. We're still allowed to play. Uh, then revised question, true or false, Cam Newton is back! True. Yeah, true. This, I, I, we said it. And Jamie and I, like Dave was, was right on this one. But even when I was doubting him, we were saying, if he does it this week at Detroit, then I'll believe it. And he did it. Now I don't know how often we're gonna see Ed Dixon with 175 yards receiving. <laughs> Never but, again. But, uh, he, he's better. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, as much as Cam has looked better, he doesn't get enough credit. Mike Shula, for the game that he called last week against the Patriots and the game that he called today, the the plays to get Ed Dixon open. I mean, there was two plays in the first quarter where Ed Dixon was 50 yards away from anybody else. Very impressive performance by the Panthers and a big, big win for them. I've got uh, a theory about that. I think that the Lions' defense – all week in practice, practices against Eric Ebron, who can't catch, so they just assume that they don't need to cover tight ends. Yeah, well, they should have covered Darren Fells if that was the case in practice, because he actually found the end zone. Yeah, no kidding. Two drops, two drops, including one in the end zone for uh, for Eric Ebron today. Contested catches, but still not good. All right, true or false? Ty Montgomery. I'm borrowing this from a Jamie Eisenberg tweet at Jamie Eisenberg, J A M E Y. I'm at Adam Azer, A I Z E R. Heath is at Heath Cummings Senior. Heath Cummings S R. And Dave is at Dave Richard. Uh, Ty Montgomery just got Wally pipped by Aaron Jones. True or false? I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but we had the conversation on the show this morning with uh, with Jason Lockenfora that they may make the move to Aaron Jones if he comes out and plays well. Um, and he came out and played great. And so you, you know what Montgomery has been. And look, I don't want to take anything away because he played. He he's been very good for fantasy. But he's not a running back. And, you know, we've had this conversation before. I mentioned what uh, John Beeson, you know, a former linebacker, said that when he takes hits, he doesn't take hits like a running back. He turns his body, doesn't lower his shoulder. He doesn't do the things that a typical running back does. And I think from the Packers' perspective, they might be better off with Jones as a first and second run between the tackles type of guy and Montgomery Moore as a change of pace, third down type of back. I don't think it's Montgomery's never seeing the field again, but I think at worst it's a 50-50 timeshare. Oh, this wasn't good. Heath, true or false, uh, Ty Montgomery got Wally pipped. I'm going to say undecided, and I scoffed at it this morning, and I would definitely say it's more possible now. Let's see Aaron Jones do this a second week in a row. I, I think the one thing this almost guarantees is Ty Montgomery is not rushing back from this injury. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him for a couple weeks. All right, the Packers get the road win, the best game of the day. Jones is 76% owned. Now, this was a good matchup for him, no doubt. They're at Minnesota next week, and that will be a little bit tougher. Uh, but Jones goes for 19 carries, 125 yards, and a touchdown with one catch on the game. And he's, as of now, before the Sunday night game, or that's in progress, the number three running back in fantasy for week five. True or false, Marlon Mack will take over as the primary ball carrier in Indianapolis. False. Uh, will it be a 50-50 timeshare? Is he is he going to become 60, relevant? 60-40. For Gore? They've been, giving, they've been giving the other guys work, 
at times. I mean, go back to week one against the Rams. Mac had the very strong performance there in that game too. Um, I, I think it's kind of game specific game flow and yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it's still 70 30 gore for gore. All right. And, and it should also be noted that Robert Turbin got some goal line work too. Mac is 22% only had nine carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. Frank Gore had two fumbles in this game, matching his total from last year. All right, true or false, Elijah McGuire will take over as the primary ball carrier for the Jets. I will say true, but I'm not going to say when it's going to happen. Oh, it may but happen next week by default. It may happen next week by default. At some point this season, though, I do believe Elijah McGuire will be the primary ball carrier. He will probably be the guy that I lead the way we're calling with. He's got the Patriots next week. McGuire is 48% owned. Didn't have a good game. I mean, he had 11 no, carries but, for 20 yards. But if he's the starter there, I mean, look, New England's defense, you know, you could say they turned the corner too. Um, and I don't think it's going to be pretty for him. But if he's the starter for maybe a couple weeks, how can you not buy into it? All right, how about this? Duke Johnson, true or false, will take over as the primary ball carrier for Cleveland. False. False, but he's the best running back fantasy-wise in Cleveland. That's obvious. Agreed. Yes, but they don't they don't want to give him 15 carries a game. I'll say this. I, I was bad calls on Jay Ajayi and, and Isaiah Crowell. How it unfolded, though, was exactly what I expected. Just in terms of the workload? The the the, the, the end result was bad, but getting the work and, and having the opportunities was what I was counting on. And Crowell had 16 carries. He hasn't had that all season. And Ajayi had over 20 carries. And they just, just didn't do anything with it that they that I thought they would do. Yeah. You have to wonder if the Browns trust Crowell's ability to stay healthy. Because he's he's electric. He's making plays every game. Now it's just hard to rely on receiving touchdowns. You know. You mean you mean trust Duke's ability to stay healthy? What did I say? You said oh. Crowell. Yes. Sorry. He's not electric. Trust, right trust Duke Johnson. <laughs> Duke Johnson's ability. <laughs> well, to stay the, the first part made a little sense. The electric part was very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see. So so Duke got six carries. He had three catches, sixty-three yards, and a touchdown. He just makes some really good plays. He was started in fifty-one percent of leagues. He's eighty-six percent owned. Uh, true or false, Javoris, Javaris, uh, yeah, it's not Javorius, I know that, I actually looked up some pronunciation guides, it's said Javaris, Alan, a must start running back going forward. Jamie, true or false? Uh, if West is out, I'll say yes, but if not, it's, it, I mean. You mean true? I don't know, the whole thing just is annoying. <laughs> Alex Collins has another game where you know he, he's running the ball well and, and they just don't go to him. I mean, look at the yards per carry between the two guys. Heath, true or false, uh, this would be Javaris Allen, a must-start running back going forward. I'm going to buy it, Adam. Okay, uh, thank you. Definitely 100% in PPR as a number two running back, and I still think he's a must-start as long as you have a flex in standard. And it's really weird. Like His yards per catch have been so awful the last couple of weeks, but he's getting four, five, six catches every single game. Eventually, I think that'll turn into more production there, too. Allen had 21 carries. He's 66% owned, 73 yards and a touchdown. He did get more of the goal line work than the other running backs. Uh, Alex Collins is 51% owned. He had 12 carries for 55 yards. Uh, so, again, yes, Jamie, you're right. The, the yards per carry better for Collins. He did not get the full workload, but He's he didn't a fumble. Player. He didn't fumble. Yeah, he probably is a better player. He, he Honestly, I think at this point, and uh, you, you could talk about Mike Wallace and Jerry Mackle, I think he's their best player. Offensively, yeah. Yes. Uh, Mike Wallace had a pretty good day today. He Mike did. Mike Wallace had a great day today. He did. He's in the you does feel he bad he jumped it. off the band the train too soon? That's two good games in a row. It is. <laughs> I'm glad I could help him out. <laughs> the funny thing is, it's like the of, all, of all people, you never jump off the bandwagon. He, he jumped. jumped. He had three well, I, games. I, I feel like I was dragging him down. I had to help him out. <laughs> Thank, that's very unselfish of you, Heath. Um, true or false, Todd Gurley is going to continue to struggle. During this upcoming tough stretch of games at Jacksonville, Arizona, by at the Giants, not tough. Houston. It's funny how that Minnesota. game tilts once he fumbles. Yeah. Huge play. If he scores a touchdown, he has a good fantasy day. Not a great one, but a good one. And the Rams may win that game. It's an eight-point swing because he fumbled instead of getting the touchdown. If you didn't see it, he's reaching the ball over the pylon. Earl Thomas knocks it out of his hands, out of bounds, into the end zone. That's a touchback. It was originally ruled a touchdown. But, um, I, Jamie, just to peek ahead at your winners and losers, you have the Rams as a loser. What, what does that mean going forward for these guys? They obviously had a tough matchup with the Seahawks and struggled. 
Well, this is what we were talking about. You know, they went through the cupcake part of their schedule and everything looked great. Goff is, you know, looking like a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Gurley is a monster. Um, you know, you're having production at times from different wide receivers. And then they gotta face a tough defense. And it was it was a struggle. And so you just wonder if they are not as great as they showed. I don't want to get away from Gurley again, you know, scores a touchdown, different story, but uh, clearly they're not going to be this offensive juggernaut. They're, they'll still be good. They'll have good moments, but you have to be a little bit concerned if you were buying all in on the Rams. Okay, and true or false, the Jets have found – the Giants, rather, have found themselves a fantasy-relevant running back in Wayne Gallman. Again, by default. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say false just because – I'm going to say false, too. I think the offense may be too bad to have a fantasy-relevant running back. And, and like I've been saying, it's it's Broncos, Seahawks, bye week. But I, you probably all saw it, and I watched a lot. I watched the game. Wayne Gallman looks like he's a good player. I mean, they might have yes. something there in the future. I don't know about the, I don't know about the next month. But, uh, he looks, he looks really good. He looks impressive. Sure. But if, if, you know, to Heath's point, you know, about Shepard in the second half and, um, if, if he, if Shepard and Marshall get healthy, it's not Beckham, clearly. But if they can develop Ingram over the next couple of games and that trio can help sustain the passing game. Once they get past Denver and Seattle come out of their bye week, if they're healthy, the Rams run defense has not been good. The 49ers may be down Bowman. He got hurt today. We know what that has been like for them over the last couple of years, and they got exposed a little bit today. Then Kansas City, not easy, but Washington, Oakland, who knows? I mean, I, I think Gallman could have some still second-half value as well. Yeah. We also need to mention that Arlen's Darkwood did start and did, you know, he he played well, and he – they don't they don't ever let, like, one guy go. That's, that's We've got, we got some IDP news, Adam. Can we break in with yeah. some IDP news? Yeah, hit me. Uh, J.J. Watt has been helped off the field oh, speculation – that it's an ACL. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, God. All right. Uh, let's finish up that's true not or false. IDP news. That's, that's everything news. That's <laughs> yeah. It's huge. I mean, that's crushing. Wow. True or false here. Let's just do, you know, real quick analysis. Devin Funches will be the best Panthers wide receiver rest of season. False. Uh, I'll say true. Why not? They're both the same guy. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey still has a chance to have a great year. Everybody has a chance. Yeah, define great. I'll, I think true. Wide receiver two. Top, yes. top, top 15-ish. Yeah. True. True. Tough, tough schedule because for Because of the ish part. Okay. Um, uh, just since, just since we got finished talking about it, I don't know if you saw the, the tweet from Adam Schefter that Shepard could be two weeks. Okay. Uh, buy or sell, or true, no, true or false, not buy or sell, true or false. Ben Roethlisberger is now just like Philip Rivers and Eli Manning. He's kind of washed up. Bye. <laughs> Wait, I I heard a true and a buy. You guys think yeah. that's the case? He, I mean, he said it himself. He said it. It's one thing if you read the quote. It's another thing if you hear it. It seemed like he was just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just done. Listen, I, I don't think he, he did meant not. It. It, it's not really that hard to believe that he didn't want to play football very much this year, and he's not. He's playing poorly, very poorly right now. Isn't getting along with his teammates very well. I I don't think his head's in it. I don't think his heart's in it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Roethlisberger with five interceptions today, two fantasy points at home against the Jaguars. That game played out nothing like I thought it would. Thirty to nine, the final score. Yeah. Uh, big, yeah. Go ahead. Whiffed. Whiffed. Yeah. No, I mean, you and I, Jamie, thought the Steelers were going to run away with it instead, and I didn't think Fournette was going to have that great of a game. Uh, he had a 90 yard touchdown start. run. My God. Yeah, he's good. He's now, every time he stepped on the field for an NFL game, preseason or pro, or regular, he's, uh, he scored a touchdown. R- what? Really? He has scored a touchdown in every game he's played, preseason or regular season. One preseason and Oh, in the regular. NFL, okay, not in college. Yep. Uh, he leapt into the end zone from the four yard line. It was amazing. I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but it reminded me of Walter Payton. That I am not old enough to remember. That, who who that is Walter his, Payton? He, that was his signature move. I'm just kidding. I know Walter Payton. Um, buyer said, true or false? True or false? Carson Wentz is a blossoming superstar. Sell. So, uh, buy. Really? You're buying it, Jamie? Yeah. I mean, look, he's he's playing great this year. He's awesome. He's I think he's the best yet. quarterback in Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> you rather but have Wentz. You rather have Wentz than Roethlisberger rest of season. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, true or false? Second half schedule for Pittsburgh is going to be so nice. True or false? Predator is the best Arnold movie. Um. No, false. Twins. What? Twins is what? really good. I'm gonna have to go with Kindergarten Cop. What the, what the hell are you guys talking about? Are you going with Junior next? Junior is probably third. Okay, you've made a mockery of this segment. The correct answer is false. Terminator 2, Predator is the second best Arnold movie behind Terminator 2. Let's do winners and losers. We've actually kind of done most of them. Winner number one for Jamie is Aaron Jones. 76% owned, 125 yards and a touchdown rushing against the Cowboys, and we'll have the Vikings next week. Winner number two is any tight end against the Cleveland Browns, Jamie. It continues. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, Severian Jenkins didn't have a great game, but he's going to finish as a top 10 tight end. And it just goes and goes and goes and goes for everybody not named Jack Doyle. Yeah, but, I mean, how can you spotlight tight ends against the Browns when you could have spotlighted tight ends against the Giants? Like, yep. holy cow. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. And next week, the Broncos face the Giants. I don't know that you're going to go for, for Derby. AJ Derby. And Ryan Griffin against the Browns. No, Ryan Griffin could be great. Could be. Ryan Griffin will be a top 10 tight end next week. Heath, your winners, Buck Allen. I don't know if you want to expand on that, and Cam Newton, uh, who gets the Eagles next week, and then at the Bears. And yeah, what, I, I'm sorry, I know I kind of stole your thunder. We did it in true or false. You want to talk about Allen or Cam? I don't. I think we've already said everything we need to say about them. The fact that Allen got 21 carries in this game, I already felt like he was going to be semi-startable because of his work in the passing game. If he gets anywhere close to this workload in the running game, and it wasn't just that. It was that every time they got inside the 10-yard line, mm-hmm. from what I saw, he was the only running back on the field. Yep. I don't know if Collins got a snap inside the 10. No, it, and, and again, you're right on everything you're saying. They're just dumb. <laughs> well, I think it's the fumble thing. If, he, if Collins oh, can prove that he can't fumble, then maybe he starts to get more than 12 carries. I would still stash him, though. I, I agree with Heath. Allen's the one, if you have to pick one, Allen's the one to own right now. But if you could stash Alex Collins, still do it. Okay, and on to the losers in just a second, but employers, managers, Giants wide receivers coach, anyone that's looking to make a hire, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. And just check out how easy it is to use, and it's so effective. So look, if you're in need of great talent for your business but short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools. ZipRecruiter has those tools. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over a 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. And then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job. That's really cool. Within minutes of posting. So that's how you get the best matches. ZipRecruiter's different. It finds people for you. It doesn't make you find the people. Other, unlike the other job sites, ZipRecruiter goes out and finds the best candidates for you. It makes the process very easy and very, very effective. 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter, they don't even have to wait a day. Within a day, they're getting a quality candidate. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. And our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free, everybody. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. All right, on to Heath's losers. Eli Manning is a loser. That's obvious. We talked about that. This was a weird one, Heath. Carlos Hyde, dreadful game at the Colts. 18 total yards. Uh, Matt Breida was better, had more carries. What do you make of this? Yeah, I, I had one of these, and this happens sometimes on Sundays with so many different things going on, and I'm watching different games. And I had this panic attack when I looked at the box score and thought maybe Carlos Hyde got hurt and I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. So I went and searched Twitter and it's all just people asking where is Carlos Hyde. <laughs> and then saw after the game, Kyle Shanahan said we went with the hot hand, <laughs> which <laughs> is just absolutely awful. Now, the Colts have been a good run defense this year. I don't think there's anything to say other than that. They have been very good against the run. So I'm not ready to bury Carlos Hyde, but this is very bad news. You know what the funny thing is, is that the there was a story before Sunday about the 49ers extending Carlos Hyde, and this does not help that cause from his perspective. 
there there was I, I think I thought Dave said when we were watching the game that he he saw something that maybe his hip was bothering him or he heard something when he was listening to the broadcast. So there may have been, you know, his hip situation. But he did get when they were in the red zone, he got he was on the field and got the carries there uh in the second half. So that's something I think if there's a positive from it. Uh the other part of that though, to what you said, Heath, it's a shame that they don't have Andrew Luck. Because their defense has actually played much better yep. than I think a lot of people expected. They could have easily been in the mix, and then they still might be, you know, playoff wise, but they could have easily been in the mix given how their defense has played for the first time really in a long time to potentially match what their offense could have been. Mm-hmm. They had a good off season. They did some good things. And actually, you know, we talked about Bilal Powell because it was similar situations. Like, where's Bilal Powell? He actually was hurt, unlike Carlos Hyde. The Browns have had a good run defense too. You, you, you know, it's not that easy to run on the Browns. I think they give up touchdowns, but they don't give up a lot of yards per carry. Um, all right, so Eli Manning and, and Carlos Hyde are losers for Heath. Jamie's losers, Big Ben and the Rams. Anything you want to say expanding? Like you could talk about Sammy Watkins. Cooper Cup actually almost had a big game. He dropped what should have been the game-winning touchdown. Uh, yeah, he catches that, that. The Rams win the game, and I, I think we're looking at Cooper Cup as, as three of five games with you know very good fantasy production. So it, this Sammy Watkins thing is just the most puzzling thing ever. Why do you trade for the guy and don't use him? Now I know Richard Sherman, from what I look like, I didn't watch the whole game uh, closely, but it looked like he followed him. He definitely yep. moved from, from the right side to the left side with him and traveled with him, which makes sense. But this is just awful. I mean, give the guy a chance. You saw it in the 49ers game. Put the ball in his vicinity and let's see if he can make a play. Is he droppable, Sammy Watkins? Yeah. With the schedule, yeah, I have to factor that in. Like, I have him in a 10-team league, and I just lost Beckham. I don't feel. Com- I, I started Will Fuller over him today. Mm. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah, man. Yeah. Heath, you want to expand on that? I'm sorry. I I don't think I. I feel the same way about Sammy Watkins as I do about Amari Cooper right now. In that I just can't drop them yet. But don't but you I, think with 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 Cooper, there's at least the hope of Derek Carr coming back. What's the yeah. hope with Watkins? Well, like, the difference the, I, the difference is, I guess, like Cooper's still getting the throws. He just can't catch a damn thing. Sammy Watkins, my hope is he catches, or they, they throw the ball to him at some point. Maybe, maybe Jared Goff, that I speculated this on Twitter, maybe he plays in a lot of different fantasy leagues and he's played <laughs> against Sammy Watkins in four of the first five weeks of the season. I, I just be. look at it right now, like, Robert Woods is, look, he's, he's playing okay, he's just not a good fantasy receiver. Cup has played okay. Uh, you're, you're starting to see the last couple weeks he could become along, like we thought, you know, maybe he had a shot. And you know, a girl he's been out of the backfield, it's just, like, Cup is allergic to Sammy Watkins. And the other yep. thing, the thought that I had, guys, was I looked at Sammy Watkins struggling at, on the onset of the season, and I looked at Sheldon Richardson. I don't know how he personally was doing, but the Seahawks' run defense being a little underwhelming. And I think to myself, like, you don't see preseason trades that often. And maybe it just takes time for these guys to learn the systems to fit in. And maybe that's part of it, holding back Sammy Watkins. Didn't have a training camp with them, you know? He threw thrown into the fire. Well, even in Sammy's good game, I, there were at least two times I noticed where he was checking with Cooper Cup to see what he was supposed to be doing. He did that on the on the final play, final drive uh, today. He was like, yep. "Look, and he has he, he's he's shrugging his shoulders, like I don't know what you're calling." Now maybe he just didn't hear it because um, they don't have a home field advantage. Um, you know, he he just was like, "I don't know what's happening." But it uh, it, it at at this point, I think if you lost, like in my situation. I lost Beckham. I'm not comfortable with Sammy Watkins. And again, it's a 10 team league, so I'll have a little bit more options. But I may be dropping both guys, Beckham and Watkins, to pick up, you know, two or three guys to speculate on. And I'll tell you what, just while we're on it, the same game, Doug Baldwin stinks. <laughs> oh, you see that? Okay, alright. You know what? Let's do an impromptu segment here, right? Let's do the buy low o meter. I'll give you four wide receivers. Doug Baldwin, Sammy Watkins, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and Amari Cooper. And I want you to rank them, so it's more like the buy low list. Rank those four on who you'd be most willing to buy low on: Doug Baldwin, Sammy Watkins, Alshon Jeffrey, and Amari Cooper. Baldwin's still first, but he just stinks. <laughs> he, he is first. Uh, Alshon's second. Cooper's third, and Watkins is last. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not dropping Cooper or Watkins, but I'm. I've said it for the last couple of weeks, and I'm, I'm done making buy-low offers on those guys. Yeah, I, I think it's funny because, like, I'll throw Terrell Pryor and, and Jameson Crowder in there, too, because they've been terrible. And even maybe Demarius Thomas, you know, you look at his production, hasn't yep. exactly been great. The That group of receivers that we were like, I think they have a shot, but I'm not really sure, they haven't played well. 
at all. And and you know, I don't. I, I guess it's not fair to put Devontae Parker in there because he got hurt. Because otherwise, he's been okay. But it, it's it's been a little bit rough. You know, with that that group of receivers there that we thought on draft day, that third, fourth, fifth round type of guys, just hasn't been delivered. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? I mean, the the elite receivers have been awesome. Unfortunately, we lost one today in Beckham. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it puts more value in those guys. It was nice to see Devontae Adams uh, shining today. Which, speaking of that, have we talked about the Jordy Nelson situation? No, I forgot to put that in the notes. Uh, I'm so sorry. They, yeah. they announced after the game that there was no injury. Okay, so but he was out on the sideline on the final drive of the game. His, I, I, this is, I have, there was no information to this other than what I saw with my eyes. I wonder if he was sick. Mm. He did not, and it happened once earlier in the game too on a, a pass that went to him and they showed kind of a close up of his face. He did not look like Jordy Nelson to me. They uh they said in the broadcast that maybe he's back. Yeah, could've, could've could've been yeah could have just been in pain. His face was almost white. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, Jordy Nelson, at least he did catch a touchdown. But that yeah, means, that's all he does. <laughs> that is absolutely. Uh, I just Twitter searched Jordy Nelson and somebody wrote retweet if Jordy Nelson is killing you. That's a little. That's a little mean, everybody. All right. News and notes. Teddy Bridgewater slated to come off the pup list after week six, which would give him after week six three weeks to return to the team. Be interesting to see what they do there. Sam Bradford might play tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you're listening on Monday Night Football. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Mike Williams for the Chargers. He could be back. He will be back next week, according to reports, as they face the Raiders on the road. Uh, yeah, that could be a guy that you look at. I don't know what to expect from him. Do you think? Well, Mike- no, they're, they're, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you saw Schefter's earlier report. Yes. And there was a second one that he he said that it doesn't sound likely that he's going to be back. Ah, okay, thank you. Yep. Miles Garrett is thirty nine percent owned. If you for you IDP league owners, Miles um, Garrett had two sacks today in his NFL debut against the Jets. Cleveland could go to Kevin Hogan at quarterback next week. He actually scored like twenty fantasy points in a half. Uh, I don't know if he played well, but he scored twenty fantasy points. Green Bay lost cornerback Kevin King to a concussion early in the game. Baltimore's guard, Matt Skura, he hurt his knee. He's the guy who's replacing Marshall Yanda, so they could be on their third-string right guard. Detroit defensive tackle, Haloti Nada, missed the second half with an elbow injury. They're at New Orleans next week. Kind of a big one here. I don't know. It, it won't hurt as much this year as it did last year because, you know, Wentz is just better. But Lane Johnson left with a concussion, and they've got a short week. they got a Thursday night game at Carolina. But the Eagles were just awful without Lane Johnson last year, and they were like 4-2 and two or 5-1 and one with him. Um, almost all their wins. Cincinnati lost both its starting corners, Adam Jones and Drake Kirkpatrick. Luckily for them, they're going into a bye. Tennessee left tackle, Taylor Lewan left with a knee injury. Uh, they have a Monday night game next week against Indianapolis. Almost touchdowns! Nobody cares about this segment except for me. This needs like its own theme music. These are some players that almost caught touchdowns. Eric Ebron had a pass knocked away from him in the end zone. George Kittle. George Kittle did catch a touchdown, right? Yes. But he almost caught another one, but he was out of bounds. Eli Manning overthrew Odell Beckham for what would have been a very long touchdown. Later in that same game, Phillip Rivers barely overthrew Travis Benjamin. He probably should have had it. Should have been about a 30-yard touchdown. LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, LeGarrette Blunt was my bold prediction that he was going to have a huge game. He had a touchdown call back and a holding call and didn't get enough work. Still had a decent game, I think 74 yards. Todd Gurley had the touchdown reversed, not just called back, but reversed to a fumble and a touchback. And Cooper Cup, you blew it for the Rams. Should have caught the game-winning touchdown in the final seconds. Let's play a game. Very fun. Uh, very fun. Uh, Nick Costas and Pete Prisco both had different different sides of that game, and watching their reactions uh, on that play was hysterical. Who had what? Nick had the Rams. I had the Seahawks. Actually, yeah, I had the Seahawks. I three and zero. I had the Seahawks. As dogs, I had the Jets minus two, and I took the Packers on the money line, and I got the Bonanza right. So, big week for Azer. Also, Giants, Giants lost. Forget them. Forget them. Miami FSU, my man. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. Thank you. That's huge. Um, I wore the lucky MeUndies underwear, so it worked. All right, here's a game called Does He Matter? Nelson Aguilar, 26% owned. He's Does He Matter? Uh, he matters whenever Alshon Jeffrey is facing a shutdown corner that he that he's uh, going to get shut down by. Yes. All right. So at Carolina on Thursday, Nelson Aguilar is he going to be a priority for you? Not really. No. 
No, I'm a little bit worried about Beckham Carson won. Wentz next week. Are you worried about Wentz? Jamie says if you lost Beckham, keep an eye on Aguilar. JJ Nelson, 65% owned. Does he matter? It's the, uh, as the Cardinals wide receiver's turn. <laughs> this was Nelson's turn. Yeah, he was their leading receiver. He didn't catch the touchdown. That was John Brown, but Nelson led them. It's gonna be a little unpredictable. Nelson had an almost touchdown. He did? Yep. Mm, didn't see it. Thank you. Slacking. Uh, Cole Beasley, 39% owned, which really did not deserve that ownership, but he caught four passes for 23 yards and two touchdowns against the Packers. Does Cole Beasley matter? Not no. going into their bye week. Uh, Mike Wallace, 47% owned. Does he matter? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have, he didn't, uh, I think he was fourth on the team in targets, but this is what he is. Every now and then he'll pop up with these type of games. It's two weeks in a row. The week you finally start him, he'll disappoint you, but it's the Bears next week. Why not? And it's the Bears at home. The Bears in Chicago have had a really good defense. On the road, they haven't. So it's the Bears in Baltimore next week. Uh, how about Marquise Goodwin? Five catches, 116 yards on 11 targets at the Colts for the 49ers. Goodwin is 3% owned. Does he matter? It's two of the last three games that he's played well, and it's two of the last three games that Hoyer's played well. So clearly there's a correlation that if you bring a buy into Hoyer, you buy into Goodwin. Yeah, I uh, I would put him. I I think I'd put him ahead of alcohol. Aguilar. All right, so that's not Marquise ahead of Goodwin. alcohol though. You like alcohol. <laughs> oh, I like alcohol a lot more than I like Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. There you go. It's a good win. Uh, George Kittle, one percent owned, seven catches, eighty-three yards, and a touchdown on nine targets at Indianapolis. Uh, Kittle, does he matter? Um, yes, in a deeper league, I'd I'd rather have George Kittle than Ed Dixon. Really? Yep. Okay. You, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, David Njoku, 9% owned. Does he matter? This is what? Three touchdowns in five games? Yeah, but never, like, never a lot of catches. Three targets in this game. First game with more than 27 yards. He had 48 yards and a touchdown. David Njoku. Pr- pretty great catch. Yeah. I think he matters less than Kittle though. Wow. Yeah, he just, he's just touchdown dependent. Okay. But the one thing is though, we, we said it when he was drafted, he's gonna to start to work into more and more of a role. And think about what this receiving core is. You know, Kenny Britton played today, so hopefully he continues to build off this. And speaking of I don't of have which, a problem if you if you have a deep roster to take him as a second tenant. David Njoku, okay. Speaking of which though, I don't know, maybe even more relevant. As you mentioned, Kenny Britt didn't play. The guy who has led the Browns in receiving two weeks in a row is unowned. He's zero percent owned. He's Ricardo yep. Lewis. He had five catches for seventy one yards this week. He had five catches for 64 yards last week. Obviously, we're talking deep leagues here, but, you know, Lewis or Goodwin? Uh, I'll take Lewis. I think I'll take Goodwin, but I don't feel strongly about it. All right, well, look, if you're in a deeper league and you're desperate, Ricardo Lewis, Marquise Goodwin, Nelson Aguilar, these are guys to uh, have on your radars. And I need – do you guys think I'll get eight fantasy points and half PPR from uh, uh, Kareem Hunt? Uh, no. Would you like a dun 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 dun? Yeah, I would. Update. Yeah. Kareem Hunt has 10 carries for 9 yards in this game. Uh huh. And the Chiefs lead 6 to 0 in the second quarter. You don't understand. Have you seen a Chiefs game, Heath? I know you have. He's clearly gonna rip off a 50 yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. That's possible. All I need is 8 measly points from Kareem Hunt and I will once again defeat dedicated listener Scott Sheriff on draft. I, Scott the Sheriff, how about that? I am amazing at draft. It is so fun. Of course, I might lose, but uh, I am going to win both contests this week. I'm very confident. At very least, I'll win one out of two. Uh, I want you to enjoy this as much as I do. You get to do snake drafts. You don't have to wait until next August to do snake drafts. Do them every day. This is such a fun game. Download the draft app or go to playdraft.com, and we have a promo code for you. It's FF today. Use FF today when you sign up. Get a free entry into a draft. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part, you play for cold, hard cash. The drafts start from one buck and up, so there's a draft out there for everyone. There's no reason not to play, people. If you like fantasy football, you're going to love draft. For a limited time only, all new players get free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit if you use the promo code FF today. A real money game for free. Just use the promo code FF today on your first deposit on draft. Search at, uh, search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com 
and come play for free with promo code FF today. Well, I think it's time to start uh, breaking down some games. How, what do you think about I Scott the Sheriff? Pretty funny, right? Pretty Any funny. Chance you get this thing. <laughs> the game of the day, the Bonanza, Green Bay 35, Dallas 31. Of course, if Jordy Nelson has an injury, I will get blamed for that. But you know what? Uh, you got a lot of production in this game from the guys you started. Three straight weeks, right around 30 fantasy points for Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott. I know he's got a bye next week, but man, we were just waiting for him to get done with that, that tough schedule, and he's been so good for three straight weeks. Is Dak Prescott, hmm, is he better than Russell Wilson going forward? Yes. I was going to say that I think I would put him right behind Wilson at fifth. At fifth. Alright, so we got Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, Wilson, Dak for you? I think that's correct. And that, do you both have Dak ahead of Cam Newton going forward? Yeah, I'll take Dak for. Alright. We love Dak. Dak is great. Uh, one of my big regrets this year will be bidding $8 for a free agent Dak Prescott in the podcast league when Heath Cummings swooped in and got him for $9. I was quite, quite upset about that. That was, uh, that was some very good bidding on my part. And I, I am playing a team in that league this week that has an illegal lineup, so I think I win. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I hope you're having a good week and it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, not particularly. I am one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. Oh, that's, uh, well, come on now. <laughs> I had my first loss in the podcast league this week. Well, it wasn't to me. Uh, I'm sorry, Jamie. That's, that's a shame. Sorry. I'll, I'll take four and one. Yeah, four and one's good. I don't know how I'm doing in the podcast league. Uh, any other thoughts on this game? Uh, Adam, you are losing and you will be one and four shortly. Wow. David Johnson, everybody. Um, I have no other thoughts on this game. You know what? I like my, my podcast league team a lot. <laughs> and actually, I'm not even sure this was one of my David Johnson. No, this wasn't a David Johnson team. I'm wrong. I got AJ Green, Brandon Cooks, Ty Montgomery, Amir Abdullah. I, that's a good, I got a good team. I got Devontae Parker. Quarterback killed me. I think that was an Andrew Luck team, maybe? I don't know. Freaking. You definitely have two wide receivers. And Ty Montgomery. And I lost week one by, damn it, by one point. One in four? Son of a. Um, alright, no more thoughts on this game. The, the stars were shining. One interesting note, Troy Aikman said that the Cowboys officials think that Ezekiel Elliott has been affected by all the off-field stuff by waiting to find out if he's gonna be suspended and maybe that's why he had, he's been good but not great. Cincinnati 20 and Buffalo 16. How about Joe Mixon getting the touchdown? Uh, Jamie, are you excited? 15 for 51 and a touchdown. Not great, but what do you think going forward? They have a bye coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's not what you would have liked to see for the majority of the season so far, but, you know, this is now three straight games with at least 15 carries. You know, you, you, they win a game that they needed to win. And you hope that they know what their formula is, which is AJ Green and Joe Mixon as their two best players. All right, Heath, I'm going to give you running backs, and you tell me if you'd rather have them or LaShawn McCoy, who entered the game averaging 3.2 yards per carry and basically averaged 3.2 yards per carry, but he did have, uh, let's see, 89 total yards and a fumble. Has not scored a touchdown in five games. That's unbelievable. Would you rather have, I'll just, let's go easy to hard, Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell, I would rather have him. Ezekiel Elliott. I would rather have Ezekiel Elliott. Leonard Fournette. I would rather have Leonard Fournette. <sighs> Melvin Gordon. I would rather have Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Doug Martin or the Sean I would McCoy. rather have Sean McCoy. Um, Aaron Jones. <laughs> no. I would rather have Sean McCoy. <sighs> Am I forgetting anyone here? I Jay Ajayi. I've got to take McCoy over Ajayi. Yes, for sure. Gurley. Gurley, yes. Gurley or McCoy? I would rather have LaShawn McCoy. Jamie, any agreements, dis- any disagreements here? Um, I don't remember everyone specifically, sorry. He said he'd take Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette over LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, you have to at this point. Wow, okay. But I would definitely take McCoy over Mixon. Yeah, alright. Uh... I, I think this might be an opportunity with as bad as their offensive line is and as inefficient as the running game has been 
I think this might be an opportunity after he just scored a touchdown to see if you could sell Joe Mixon. Okay, yeah, it could be. Uh, all right, there you go. That's Cincinnati Buffalo. AJ Green, 189 game, 189 yards, and was responsible for three turnovers in the game. By the way, two picks yes. went off his hand and he fumbled, but he's awesome. Philadelphia 34, Arizona 7. The time of possession very lopsided. About 11 more minutes of possession for Philadelphia. Uh, are you guys done with Carson Palmer? Not next week. He's home against Tampa Bay. No, I'm not done with him. It wasn't. It wasn't bad in this game. He's just not playing well. But he, does, he throws it so much. I agree <laughs> with with me. <laughs> he's got he's got an awful <laughs> offensive line. Well, whether it's his fault or not, whether it's his fault or not, he's not really playing well. Like he has to scratch and claw for twenty fantasy points, and he didn't get there. It, it, today. Look, at some point, he's going to get hit too many times in the game. You know, we saw it last year. He suffered the concussion. Uh, you know, he he's he's old. <laughs> you know, so. His arm's gonna have some fatigue. Remember the preseason? It was we don't want to overwork him too much. Yeah, yeah. And all they're doing is overworking him because they don't really have a choice. Uh, I hope they're gonna get some help on the offensive line, you know, especially if DJ Humphreys comes back soon. But they they're so predictable. Mm-hmm. You'd like to think that just mathematically, if they keep throwing the ball this much, that he's gonna have more touchdowns. Who's your second favorite Cardinals wide receiver? Oy. Um, Andre um, Ellington. <laughs> yeah, I will say John Brown whenever he's active. How about is Andre Ellington worth starting in standard scoring leagues going forward, or is he only a PPR guy? No, he's PPR only. I mean, you know, he's James White. Yeah, it's, it's the same guy. It's pretty nice though. I mean, it's a lot of catches now. It's two straight games with nine catches for Ellington. And he he went into the half. It was like it might have been the last drive of the of the second quarter for them, or the last couple drives. He he had no touches. And then all of a sudden, he had three catches going in halftime, six in the second half. How good do you guys feel about Legarrette Blunt going forward? Good. Yeah, low end number two. I I, I would also put him in the sell high category just because you know older running back getting you know work and he still runs the contact. Mm-hmm. Sure does. And do you care about Tory Smith? No. Seattle 16, Rams 10. You know, it's not a huge surprise that Seattle didn't do much offensively. They they never do when they're at the Rams. Depending, doesn't matter which city that is. But give the, me your the best. The best thing about that game was in in the Rams final drive is Russell Wilson quieting the crowd. He did. He oh, because there like, were so many Seahawks doing, fans there. Uh, he was quieting the the crowd because the Rams have no home field advantage. <laughs> Oh wait, or Jared Goff was quieting the crowd, or Wilson? No, was? Russell Wilson was quieting the crowd from the sideline. Why would he do? Why would he quiet them? Wouldn't I'm he sorry, he was uh, telling the crowd to be, uh, be noisy. Okay, okay. Excuse me. Um, which okay, running Seattle running backs go discuss. No, they don't have one. <laughs> oh boy, so are they both waiver wire guys? I, I'll still stash Rawls. Um, you know, he got at least. From what I saw, the the more important carries, um, and he was on in some passing down situations. He had uh, three targets in the game, which was two less than McKissick. McKissick had five. Lacey had one. Uh, the the touches were even. Otherwise, carry wise, it was nine carries for Lacey, eight for Rawls. I still think there's more upside with Rawls, uh, but we had the report before the game, you know, that Lacey was going to be the the starter. I still think Rawls will eventually end up being the guy. Jimmy Graham or Jordan Reed, rest of season. Graham. Graham. Carolina 27, Detroit 24. Uh, let me go real quick back to that game. Does Tyler Higby matter to you? Four catches for 98 yards. Yeah, he's been more involved lately. Okay. Yeah, he had six targets in week four. He had eight targets in week five. That's Rams tight end Tyler Higby. He'll be in the waiver wire show. Carolina. Is that, is that as many targets as Sammy Watkins had all season? Eight? Uh, other, if you take away the Joking. San Francisco game, Joking. probably. Joking. No, but if you take away the San Francisco game, is it? Yes. I mean, it's probably close. close. Yeah. Carolina 27, Detroit 24, and a, another lopsided game of time of possession, about 11 more, 10 and a half minutes, eh, 10 minutes more. No, 11 minutes more for Carolina. Who cares? Um, what do you, th- like, how confident are you in Christian McCaffrey going forward? He got in the end zone, he scored on the shovel pass. Not very confident. No, he's a, he's a low end number two. I mean, through the buys, he's probably going to be a number two in both formats, but, the way I really feel about him is low end number two in PPR and flex and standard. Yeah, I would I would say the same thing. Barely a flex and standard at this point. I mean, if he doesn't catch a touchdown, which 
you know, he hasn't found the end zone. What's his, what's his second touchdown of the season? Yeah. He had 38 total yards. Yeah, and not not enough touches. Either. They just won't give him carries. Now, No, very creative play call to get him in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, I believe there was an offensive lineman illegally downfield by definition. Oh, really? But but uh, great play call, and you know, you'd like to see them continue to be creative with him, but Jonathan Stewart is too much of a factor right now. Tell me about uh, Golden Tate, guys, and I guess the offense in general. They've had a tough schedule to start the year. They got New Orleans next week. Milo. So, yeah. On everybody or on Tate in particular or what? Well, he's, he's the only, I mean, look, you could buy low on Amir Abdullah if you want to. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a shame that he's coming off that great game last week and then struggles this week. But the Panthers are a good run defense. And the Saints, you could certainly make the argument that they've played very well their last two games, uh, against the same Carolina team and then the Dolphins. But I don't think they're a very good defense. So Abdullah has a, Big bounce back opportunity, and certainly the the Lions offense. The nice thing from Stafford is is that he's not just relying on one guy. You know, he's he's really spread the ball around. And I also think that Marvin Jones came into this week at 44% owned. He's another guy I would look at. You know, as a, as a potential Odell Beckham replacement at least for the Week Six game against the Saints. Yeah, absolutely. They're at the Saints, and then they have a bye. Then Pittsburgh at Green Bay, then Cleveland at Chicago. It, it gets easier for them. Not not to say every matchup season. And Taylor Decker easier. could be back at that point too. Jacksonville 30 and Pittsburgh 9. Uh, is there any, like, how droppable is Martavis Bryant at this point? Droppable. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on your status, but, um, I, I'm distracted by the fact that your running back did not get a touchdown. Sharkandrick West just did. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> uh, Martavis, but I don't think I'm probably dropping Martavis Bryant either, but I'm certainly not starting him. I, I, it's just a matter of if you can get to the second half of the schedule and still be in contention. Yeah. I, I don't want to give up on the Steelers offense. I, I like Roethlisberger looks so bad, but I just feel like maybe it was Le'Veon Bell holding out. Maybe that screwed them up. Maybe the anthem thing. I mean, Jason Lockett wrote about the anthem thing, you know, being the source of, of Antonio Brown's frustration last week when he, you know, beat up the cooler. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's it's just weird that the Steelers would go from so good offensively last year to so bad this year. Oh, I think it's I think chemistry has a huge it's not like you've got the Anthem thing, you've got the Le'Veon Bell holdout thing, you've got the Antonio Brown Ben thing, you've got the Martavis suspension arguing with Ben thing. Yeah. There there's a lot of chemistry problems on this team and I don't think you can understate that right now. They're at Kansas City next week. Okay. Uh, Chargers 27, Giants 22. You know, Rivers is having a nice year. He, he's a little frustrating, he's a little up and down, but you take that, that game, that three fantasy point game at, against Kansas City away, he's had 19 or more fantasy points every single game. That's, that's really good. He's at Oakland next week, then Denver, no, then at New England, uh, yes. So Jamie, I mean, looks, looks good for Phil Rivers. What do you think? Yeah, and look, depending on the, uh, the actuality of Mike Williams playing, that's another weapon that he can, you know, certainly have it at his disposal. It's still bad play calling. You know, there's some questionable stuff that happens throughout the course of every Chargers game that you look at and say, what are they doing? Um, but he, he leaned on his guys today, you know, when he had to, because you, you know, the, the outside guys for the Giants are going to take away the receiving core, really. I mean, Tyrell Williams, one catch for 22 yards. You mentioned the miss on Travis Benjamin. Keenan Allen had a real rough, really rough day. Uh, it, it was almost a benefit for him to get to the 67 yards receiving that he got you. But Hunter Henry scores a touchdown. Melvin Gordon with two easy touchdowns, you know, catching the ball in the backfield. And so I think you got to be a little bit nervous about the Crow now, right? Um, uh, I am more nervous than I have been at any point this season. I still don't know for sure that he's in the top eight for the season. So as long as he's outside of the top eight, I'll feel good about Gordon not uh, finishing top four. But he definitely made up ground on Gurley, which is the one we were talking about. And Right. Um, we talked about this on our, on our Sunday show, Adam, that, uh, and I, I didn't see this during the week, but, uh, Pete Prisco brought it up that Gordon and, uh, Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, had a sit down and he complained about not getting enough work. Yeah. And Pete was saying, watch, he's just going to get fed and fed in the passing game. He was, you know, he got eight targets, six catches, 58 yards, 20 carries. Obviously game flow had a lot to do with this, but this, you know, wasn't like the Chargers were ahead and they were just sitting on a lead. Gordon was featured in this game like we really haven't seen so far this year, and I think it was great if you're a Gordon owner 
5.3 yards per carry. That's fantastic for him. So if this is the Gordon you're getting from this point forward, Heath, I think he might be in trouble because he's going to get a lot of work and certainly the production can follow. I mean, he came into this week 60 points behind Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley, and he's going to be about 40 behind Leonard Fournette still. So I'm okay. Hunter Henry is owned in 69% of leagues. He had three catches for 42 yards and a touchdown on the Giants. That's not a surprise. Is Hunter Henry going to be someone you can rely on, you know, He's not going to be good every week, but is he a, rel- a fairly reliable tight end or just a guy who took advantage of the matchup? I think he's a low-end starter moving forward. You know, this is now three of four games, three of his last four games, where he's got you something that you can at least hang your hat on. You know, last week was just the touchdown catch, but, you know, a week two it was the 80-yard game. This is now, you know, a game where he had eight targets. So we just had the the two games with the the no targets, week one and week three. All right, let's move forward here. Uh, just yes or no, Jamie, is Roger Lewis for the Giants going to be in the waiver wire column at wide receiver? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes, but very low. I mean, there. yes, he'll be mentioned, obviously. Right, right. Jets 17, Browns 14. The Jets are 3 and 2, and they're in first place. Uh, let me ask them just before we move on. Would you want to see the Giants tank at this point? Try and get number no. one pick? No. It, because they don't have to. They're going to be... They're going to have a top three pick. Like they're awful now. They're pathetic. But do you, would, do you want them to take one of the quarterbacks? Yeah, I do. I do. How do you feel about the fact that like the Jets have almost mathematically guaranteed more wins than the Giants this year? I'm fine with it. I'm rooting for the Jets. My brother's a Jets fan. I, I the funny thing is like Jets fans are not rooting for the Jets. They, <laughs> they hate this. Yeah, this is the worst case scenario. I, I t- okay, you ready for like the boldest of bold predictions? The Jets lose out. The Jets are going to lose every game going forward. Well, they still play the Dolphins one more time. In Miami, they're going to lose that game. The Jets will finish 3-13. and 13. Uh, All right, here we go. Jets 17. Guys, let's finish up kind of quickly here. Uh, any major takeaways from this game? Heath. We talked about him. We talked about Crowell. We talked yeah. about Duke. We talked about Austin Sperry and Jenkins. We talked about Powell. I don't think there's anything. Well, we didn't talk uh, that much about Sperry and Jenkins. Like, do you, would you rather have Sperry and Jenkins or Hunter Henry rest of season? I actually did that in one league. I dropped Henry to pick up Safarian Jenkins um, for today's game specifically. Now, Safarian Jenkins didn't give me the game I hoped for, but you, you see now this is now three weeks where the targets continue to get to a very good level. You know, I mean, I, I know Heath, you're very big on on obviously what the targets are, and you know what this receiving core is. They have a game where they're most likely going to be chasing points next week, so I think Safarian Jenkins is very relevant. And I was going to say, if you're the Beckham owner, Jermaine Curse. This is now three or five games where he's giving you a good fantasy number. Yep. And again, chasing points against the Patriots next week, or even if they're not chasing points, you know what? That secondary has given up. So Curse is somebody that if you're just looking to try and you know, piece it together with Beckham out, he's somebody that you can absolutely look at. Dolphins 16, Titans 10. Exciting I game. You. I hate you, J.H.I. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, fine. J.H.I., DeMarco Murray, do you guys have faith that these guys will live up to second-round status going forward? I'd rather have Murray. I would rather have Murray too. Um, but yeah, it's frustrating for both. I mean, the, Wait, the, the answer Murray. answer my question if you wouldn't mind. Do, do you have faith that there'll be second round quality running backs going forward? No. Uh, I'll say yes, just because the the work will be there for them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. The thing that worries me about Ajayi, and I don't want to say he was not bad. He's running so hard. He's still breaking tackles. There's no threat of a downfield passing game, and they're not blocking anybody. And the guy takes three hits on every run. And I'm just, I'm really, I, I don't see the huge upside anymore. And I'm really worried there's a floor of season-ending injury. Because he's taking so many hits. And has a knee injury. Yeah. Right. All right, Baltimore 30, Oakland 17. And, huh, anything for – what do you think, Marshawn Lynch? 12 carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. This is a ceiling. Yeah, but he gets the Chargers next week, so ride it out one more week and then try and trade him. All right, nice to see Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree's actually started in fewer leagues than Amari Cooper. Cooper has had – Cooper has had three straight games with zero fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. That's unbelievable. Less than 10 yards in three straight games. Crabtree had one big Crabtree play. Crabtree would be better than Cooper this year, right? You said, yeah, right. We all. 
I thought Crabtree had a chance to be a bust because I thought Cooper could really have his breakout year. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's see what happens when David, David Carr has to get back. I didn't expect anybody to be good. Uh, hey, well, if he David struggled earlier this year. I wouldn't call him David. Yeah, if, the, if <laughs> David Carr comes back, it's bad for the Raiders. <laughs> My bad. And the Colts in overtime beat the Niners 26-23. Is T.Y. Hilton going to be reliable? The Brissett is not bad. He might not be a great fantasy quarterback. He got you 17 points today, but he's better than I thought he'd be. Is T.Y. Hilton going to be reliable over the next month before we see, uh, you know, that guy, Andrew Luck? You should start him. Who? You start him next week against the, the Titans. You should start T.Y. Hilton every week. Now, you say that, but he's had, th- like, three horrible games. I understand, but he's had a seven, he's had two games with over 170 yards receiving. I think he's been predictable. He's yes. had two games in good matchups and he's had three bad games in bad matchups. So next week's a good matchup. You're starting him. Okay. And Garcon, another Garcani game. Eight catches for 94 yards on 11 targets. Uh, he he's has very now, good. yeah, that's a, career, a season high in catches. Still hasn't scored, but he's exactly what you were hoping for, Pierre Garcon. And this podcast was exactly what I was hoping for. Everybody got along. I got to sing very briefly, and uh, Kareem Hunt did not do it. That, that's the only thing that was a disappointment. Oh, he's still got, he's got three fantasy points. It's right. not even halftime. We're getting yet. there. We are right getting there. The the, uh, the uh, shine is coming off of Deshaun Watson night, though. I'm sorry. Oh, interesting, interesting. Uh, all right, so for da- for Jamie and Heath, I'm Adam. Thank you all very much for listening. We're back on Tuesday with the waiver wire. Have a fun Monday, everybody. Bye.